If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. And you're live on Joy 99.7 FM. This is Ghana Connect. You know what they say about the media. They're the fourth estate of the realm. In other words, if you take away the executive, you take away the judiciary, you take away the uh, legislature, you are left with the media. Yes, that's how important we are. But guess what? We learned this week that we are not only the most underpaid, if you want to, put us in the same realm of the estate, which is the three that I mentioned earlier, the executive, etc. We're not only the most underpaid, we are extremely poorly paid. Not only that, we are also the most abused physically, verbally, and is adding a lot of stress to the lives of many journalists. And so, it affects quality. You must begin to ask that question then if that is the case as a society do we then have the media we deserve if you pay poorly 
Why do you expect quality? That's the conversation we're going to have tonight. But I want to start off by, by letting you listen in on Professor Audrey Gadjikpo's presentation. At the launch of this report that has left a lot of jaws dropping, the extent of uh, the media decline when it comes to pay, when it comes to abuse and safety. I think the first thing that the report draws out is how opaque media ownership is. You'll be very hard-pressed to find out the actual persons behind certain media organizations. Uh, what you are going to find is the name of companies and, and, and that, of, that masks the, the true picture of who owns media in Ghana. You will find out that there are political faces that lie behind the broadcast media ownership. So there's a certain political capture of our broadcast space by the dominant political parties in this country. The broadcast regulation is non-existent. What exists right now really does not allow for accountability of those in power because it's those in power who actually control the broadcast. They found out that many, most media organizations are not profitable in Ghana. At best, they're breaking even. And so they are under severe stress when it comes to financial viability. And part of that uh, stress comes from uh, big tech companies and from social media. Also, that many journalists work without contracts. Salaries are woefully low, shockingly low. The report, it is, I said I wouldn't go into statistics, but I have to tell you that some as low as 500 CDs to a, a, a thousand CDs a month. So the average, I think in that report that I read, was a thousand CDs a month was, that was, was what, what was going? A thousand CDs a month for journalists. Yeah, no joke. Even the professor is surprised. She repeats it. 8,000 CDs a month. That is what the average journalist gets. This is, this is research. No lie. They average 1,000 CDs a month. And to, to add the actual statistics to it, nearly half of the respondents they spoke to, 47% earning monthly incomes of, of at, at most, at most, 1,000 CDs. Right? Nearly half of that number actually earn no more than 500 CDs monthly. Now, salaries of respondents working in media organizations in the greater Accra and Ashanti regions were much higher than those working outside those two regions. Up to 70% of the respondents, two of uh, every three, working in the other regions and no more than 1,000 CDs. This is irrespective of your roles. Editors, 1,000 CDs. Reporters, Every thousand cities. Presenters, yes. You heard the presenters on radio speaking big English, talking as if they have uh, there's a setting, uh, like this bill is staring at me. Speaking big English, laughing and smiling at you, making you feel all dapper in your vehicles. Average thousand cities. Well, you could take their cry, as you said, their cry in Ashanti regions, uh, a bit out of the 
uh, they, they, they are outliers in this. But if you take the rest of the country, that is the story there. 47%. This is research, hard research, no lie. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Now, this is irrespective of your rules, and that for me is a fascinating bit, which did not seem to make any difference in earnings, surprisingly. Now, this is in sharp contrast to the 26%, one in every five Accra and Ashanti-based respondents earning a similar amount. Perhaps even more worrying beside this trend of low remuneration is the concerning evidence of unpaid work. So there are those who are earning a thousand, but a, major, a lot of them too who do work for free. They don't earn anything. They don't even have contracts, as your Professor Gajako say there. As discovered in this study, there are several instances where personnel in the media are working for no pay at all. Now, that is the reality of the media. So when you wake up in the morning, you turn on your radio and you're listening to your journalists, your favorite reporter, etc. And you're reading your newspaper and you go online and you read a story and, and you're talking about it our whole life. Can you imagine a day with no newspaper, no online, no radio, no television. no. Can you imagine a day like that? The people who make that happen, that is a reality. That is their reality. And let's have a conversation about that tonight here on, on Ghana Connect. We're we bringing in uh, people uh, not only in Ghana, from across the continent as well. So we, maybe we can begin to measure. Maybe it's Ghana. Uh, or is it the same everywhere else? Uh, let's have that conversation with our connectors who are joining us right now. So, connecting uh, with me right now uh, on Zoom, I want to first introduce uh, a very good friend of mine. He became a friend on uh, Ghana Connect. Uh, he is from Nigeria, uh, connecting with us today. And the reason why I bring in Nigeria, people say Nigerian media is very well developed, pretty mature. Hello, Mohammed. Hello, Mohammed. Mohammed is connecting uh, with us on uh, on Mohammed. I can yeah, see you, hello. Mohammed. Yes. Mohammed. Hello. Hey, how are you, my friend? I'm very fine. And how is Accra? Ah, Accra is great, uh, except that you know, as you're learning, journalism is not one that you could uh, you could survive in unless you you really love this and you do it for for the passion and you hope that your reward is in heaven. Um, I hope in Nigeria it's, it's much different. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, in so many of our previous um, discussions, I I do start by saying Nigeria and Ghana. Are more or less the same as twins. 
And I tell you, my brother, so many things that you find in Ghana are almost the same in Nigeria. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you know Mohammed, you just tease me. Hold that thought. No, I, I, Hold that thought for me. Let me quickly introduce the other connectors. I'm going to start oh. with you. Hold that thought for me. Gerson Asel, Kuala is a broadcast journalist with an online radio station. Listen, um, there, was a, there was a message that was sent to us this week. An online uh, a reporter, journalist, told us when we're having a conversation uh, on this, on Newsnight, that he earned, he used to earn 200 CDs for a long time. And then it was increased to 600 CDs. And, and he has... He has a he has a child. I think he's a single uh, parent of a sort. That that is how bad it is. Hello, SL. Hi, Evans. Good evening. Good evening. I wonder whether you, you're the one who sent us that message. Sure, sure. Oh, sure. it's I you. Well, oh, okay. Thanks for connecting. I can't wait to hear your story. I, I can't wait sure. how you managed sure. to survive on six hundred mm. CDs with a family. Stay with me. Uh, uh, Salute is with the Ghana Community Radio Network. Hello, Salute. Yeah, hello, good evening. How are you doing? I'm I'm fantastic. Community radio, oh my god, I'm pretty sure that's where all the uh you know civil society, international organizations that's where they pump the money. So you possibly will make a lot of money, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I don't say anything. Your laughter alone says a lot. You know, you laughed in, in capital letters like a rich man. You tell me uh, you know how really? much more you earn. Stay with me as a little also joining us is Abena. Abena is the head of the Department of the Communication Studies at the University of Ghana. And this is Ghana Connect. So I said, Abena, I hope he doesn't mind. This is, I, I want us to be, you know, uh, have a conversation about this. Uh, a hello, Abena. Hi. Great, great to connect. Great to connect with that. You, you really shocked us. You know what they say? Shock and awe um, when you produce that report. I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't imagine for a second it was as bad as you found in that report. So, thanks for joining us. Give us uh, giving us a bit of context as we have the conversation. Stay with me, Abena. Oh, uh, 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 oh Anil Sabute. Hello, Ani. Anil Sabute, are you on? I know Ani is on somewhere. Ani's problem is that uh, even when he... Hello. Hey, Ani. Nice to connect with you. Can you hear yeah, me? Same. Yeah, I can hear you. Fantastic. Anil Sabute. The reason why I want Ani to join us, he's one of those who couldn't take it in anymore. And decided to just abandon <laughs> the profession altogether, and that is that is a common theme you find in journalism in Ghana. If you watch the networks in the U.S. and elsewhere, you see old men and women in their eighties, seventies, still on air. They've been doing journalism for fifty years, thirty years, and that's how they've lived here. You hardly everybody else after some five, ten years, fifteen maybe. They want to move on to corporate. That is if they manage to survive it. So, Ani is a classic example. I'll tell you, I'll, you tell us why he left and whether he's thinking of coming back, um, leaving his corporate job. Let's have this conversation now, uh, lady and gentlemen. And and uh, I said I, I will go to uh, Mohammed because I, I want to start from a different perspective. I'm narrowing to Ghana uh, because the story is is well known now from the report. And so, Mohammed, you were making a point that Nigeria is the same as Ghana. Although we look at you and say your media is possibly a bit more in terms of resources, you have a lot. I watch channels, television, and they seem to have a lot. I traveled with one of your colleagues recently, and, and the sort of media equipment it came with, it, it told me uh, maybe you guys are very well resourced. You say that's not the case. 
Uh, not really, that's not the case. Um, it depends on the, the, the media, actually. And uh, to be very candid, I've been in the industry for more than 12, 13 years. So there are quite few of them. You remember, we have uh, more than 200 million population. And servicing this more than 200 population, I'm sure we have more than 50 radio stations. Um, sorry, I mean TV stations, more than 100 or 200 radio stations. And national newspapers are up to like 20, 30, and several other magazines and so on. Online are... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Accountable. I mean, publications online, they are just there uncountable. So having said that, if you look at the proportion of the media that are actually doing at least above average, you know, compared to this, the population that, that they service, it's, the, 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 it's, it's not up to par. I mean, the percentage is meager. That is my own analysis, seriously. Because you rightly mentioned, yeah, like the channels of this world and few of few others, yes, uh, they are top-notch, like the punch and so on. But seriously, the report you mentioned in Ghana, a whole lot is almost replicated as same in Nigeria. Okay, so, so let, 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 let me ask you more specifically. This report says, yeah. uh, on average, um, the mm. journalists earn 1,000 CDs, which in dollar terms is just between 80 or $90 a month. Is it, is it the same in Nigeria or, or is it better? It is. is because it I know of a friend who is a bureau chief of a national newspaper in Nigeria that is earning, give or take, around $120 uh, per month. And in fact, it doesn't come regularly. Sometimes, probably two months before. You know, the journalists here survive more by what we call brown envelope. Seriously, you call okay. it journalists. And, 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 and that is what we also call Sole in Ghana. Yeah, brown envelope. You call, you call for press conference there. If you want the journalists to turn up and to use your story, you must ensure there is a brown envelope. Because like, I, like, like, like we all know, the salaries are not coming regularly, and where they are coming, they are very meager. So these guys survive by that. Oh, I see. You know. stay, stay with me, Mohammed. That's a very interesting point there. So it's very similar. So Brown and Rob there, here we call it Soli, but Esel has lived this reality for a long time. Esel, how long did you work on 200 cities a month? Good evening um, once again to you, Evan, and to my senior colleagues on the other side. Yes, um, Evan, this situation with um, uh, online broadcasters is, is, um, is something else. Even before um, I started earning um, uh, the 200 Ghana cities, it wasn't a salary but an allowance. I had worked for close to three years without getting any money at all. The only money that I'll get 
will be, let's say, if I go for um, a press conference, then um, uh, the transportation I'll be given, I'll take, let's say, 50 cities because uh, my station um, uh, is an online. I'll be getting the same amount as, let's say, um, Joy will be getting. So, let's say, I'll be giving 50 cities. I'll bring it back to my first online radio station. But let's say, I'll be giving 20 no, and, 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 then, and, and SL, hold on. Who is giving this transport? Is it your company or the agency you are covering? The, the, the company, let's say the online station that I work that, for. So they give you 20 CD for transport? Yes. And yes. is that what you were living on? Of course, because there was nothing. And then also he moved to, um, after, after complaining, and then he moved to 70 cities. And not even, let's say it will come this month, Next three months, it won't come because I, I, I knew what the company was going through. There was no money. It was an online, no adverts. And you know, this our job is all about the love and the passion. But the question we should be asking ourselves is, how can one live on love and passion? You can't. And then I moved on to another station. I was paid 200. Yes, 200 Ghana cities. So... I'm a single parent. I'm a widower. Yes, let me let me put it down. And, and how many widower. children do you have? I'm a single parent. My my daughter is sleeping here with me. And it has been so recently when um, I was made um, some kind of GM, general manager of that station, of of let's say four weeks, and my my allowance shot up to. Um, six and leaving that no, one. No, no, just a second. It's a, just a second. You were sure. made general manager, and your salary yes. increased to 600 CDs. Yes. And even that one, I just took that amount last month. So I don't know what I'll be receiving this month because there is no contract to it, nothing at all. It's just verbal agreement. Oh, I'll give you this, chairman. And just take it off as a morning show host. I'm taking this. How much um, will a normal reporter so workers who work um, at an online radio station, Evans, we are really, really suffering. As I'm talking to you now, I'm holding an award. Go on, Isha. I'm holding an award I won, I think, in 2001 as the best morning show host um, uh, for the online radio and TV um, uh, production. I'm holding it, and I'm talking to you. I want to share tears because... I want to stop, but if I stop, what food will my daughter eat? For me, I can hold on. But after four years, uh, my little girl can't. And for the love that some of us have for the job, we still keep on keeping on. I was listening to um, Lexus Bill on, um, on the drive, and he saved a life. He saved a life. So imagine I... Saved someone's life, and at the end of the month, I'll be given 200 Ghana cities. Just imagine. And you just rightly said we are the fourth realm of the state. So just imagine mm. we are just working for nothing at all. It's just stay with me. I, 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 let's bring in head of the Department of Communication Studies, University of Ghana. But now, what do you say to that? Hello, hello, Abena Enimwa Yibwa Beni. 
Yes, I, I think I can hear you now. Yes, I'm saying I'm not surprised uh, about the story he's telling, given the findings in our report. And I must tell you that so far, uh, practitioners that we've spoken with about our report express... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Sentiments that show that they really can relate with the evidence that we have shared. We pegged the lowest uh, from the data we have at 500 CDs a month. But um, conversations show that people are even receiving way lower. And this story validates the things we've even heard in the conversations. The truth of the matter is that remuneration within the industry is not very healthy. It's not very good. And it stems from all kinds of factors that hopefully this conversation will give us opportunity uh, to delve into. But generally, people are very poorly remunerated. In some cases, people are not even remunerated at all. So they just are hangers on, they go on assignments in the hope that they would be given solely, and that is what they actually, it's their life is the source of the livelihood of a lot of media workers. So it's actually a sad state of affairs. It is very heartbreaking. I mean, hearing the story of Asel, and there's a reason why he's doing this. He's passionate. He has a daughter, uh, and he's won an award, and yet he's taking six hundred cities, which was just recently paid to him. Uh, Salite, I want to bring you in, and and your your part is actually even more striking because there is a, a there's an urgent need for community radio. I do a lot of good work in the communities, right? Because nobody want to set up in the community and do work there, uh, and but you have chosen to do that. Are you compensated yeah. to match what you're doing for that community? Compensated by who? Ah, well, I guess you work for a company. Well, I, I am. I must admit, I'm part of management anyway. Oh, you so are. I'm going to be talking from another ah, perspective. So, 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 yes. so, so yeah. you see why you laughed, and you, you know, I was, I picked up on that. So, no, so, no, 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 so, no. So give me, so give me I, the I manager. I fully identify with what was said. I fully identify with the issues that were raised, but I just want to also bring in the fact that uh, there's another angle to it, especially from the uh, what we do uh, with the community radios, because uh, there's this aspect where we focus more on voluntarism. I, ho I hope you get what I mean. I do. So many of those who work for us, many of those who work for us are actually vo volunteers and people who are doing other jobs and then spend part of their time doing uh, or they're self-employed. And then they come and they work with us with the hope of getting some experience and with the hope of giving back to society. So most of them, yes. But we have a few that we have employed. And I must admit that the few who are employed are probably also in the same category as others that we are talking about. They're also not well remunerated. So let me ask you that hard question then. So as a manager, and yes. it's good that we have you because you bring in a different di dimension to this conversation. Yes, yes. How do you justify <laughs> that? Because you say the people that you employ also are the same yes. bracket as a... 
how how do you look yeah. them in the face and pay them that amount at the end of the month? What, what, what can you can you explain that to me as a manager? Okay, are you talking about the volunteer? Look, I no, no, I'm talking about, about those who are employed. I'm talking about those those who are employed fully. <laughs> that the fully employed. Yeah, you see, you see, I think that a very important point was made at the beginning that uh, uh, radio stations break even. Some of them even make losses. And in the case of community radio stations, for instance, we are in the remote areas and our range is not even as big as the commercial stations. We're not charging commercial rates for anything. We get little, little from announcements here and there. And so, and yeah, once in a while we have projects that we are working on. So yes, indeed, we pay from what we get. The interesting thing is that we have to pay the same electricity bill with all our transmitters and everything as a commercial station would pay. We have to pay all the utilities, pay all those overheads. At the end of it all, we cannot pay outside what we have been able to, you know, get as a station. So when you say that, do you look at somebody in the face and give the person, it pains our hearts when we do that. We all feel bad. And even there are times of the month when you can't pay. You feel very bad that you are unable to pay. And it's, it's a sad reality. We don't want that to happen. So this is down to the economics of media. Yes. Ah, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it, is, it, is, it is not, I don't think that it is because any of us would be happy to know we are earning the millions and that we are giving the crumbs to our employees. It all comes down to affordability. And it's very hard. I think it's something that media should be doing together uh, to, to make sure that people value what we do and they pay for what they do. If you take even some communities, media stations are fighting with other media stations to get, um, uh, 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 what do you call it, advertisement. They go to one place and say, how much is this one charging you? They're like, oh, we'll charge you much less, and so on and so forth. So we are harming ourselves. At the end of the day, we end up having little, instead of raising the bar so that a lot comes in and we are all able to share, we lower the bar and people take us for cheap. And this is part of the reason. Okay, so you, you've raised two important issues I want to explore. One is that the value yeah. uh, people place on us. People just, people yeah. place very low value on journalists. And that's what leads. And then yeah. we also are orchestrators of our own problems where we, we, yeah. we, don't, so we don't value ourselves as highly. And so if you don't... We don't. Then, okay. There's a third point I have to make. That, that, to those, hold on, I mean, hold on to that third point. Okay. I'll come back to you right. and you can... Okay. But I want to bring in some, a, a journalist who used to work for a community radio station and, and now okay. he's in the U.S. and doing it there as well. I, I want to get that perspective as well because he's had the best of both worlds. I don't know if <coughs> the best of both worlds. The, the worst of one world and the best of the other now. Hello, Benjamin. Hi, Evans. Benjamin, thank you. Benjamin, if I'm not mistaken, you used to work for Radio Adar, correct? That's correct. I worked there for nearly 10 years, and I left there as the editor, um, head managing editor. And now you are based in the United States. Correct. Okay, so you listen to Selita uh, there, who talks about this is down to, one, the economics, but secondly, we don't value ourselves highly, and then others also don't place the same value on us. Is that at the heart of the problem? Now you are in the U.S., I believe... Is that the same there in the U.S., by the way? Um, I think one of the things with U.S. is, and similar to Europe, is rather trust in media that is gradually being challenged. And, of course, it's because of this kind of 
polarization we are seeing in the politics. So depending on where you stand, you will have strong trust in the media. And in the other, you may have, depending again on what media you are. So it varies. Um, but that said, Evans, I still think in Ghana, um, perhaps more research will show, but I think that trust in the media in Ghana is high, especially in radio. And you work with radio, so you know. People love radio, and radio still remains a biggest platform. When but it but comes I guess to that the, 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 the question then becomes if that what you say, that hypothesis is true, and, and I yes. will give us a, 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 a quick thought on that very soon. Why is that not translating into more value placed on us, as Saliti has just alluded to? Evans, and that is where I think. Yes, and Evans, thank you. That's an important question. I think one of the things, it's there are layers, but. Um, when I, I last year, when I started doing uh, research on the Ghanaian media, I've had uh, 55 journalists, some of us, some of them even CEOs who set up their own media, taking part in. And I come down to four key things one, politic, the political influence, two, the economic threat, which is key, which we are hearing clearly from the contributors a while ago. Again, another thing having to do with security threats from the police, the military, and the kind of disregard for journalists freely doing their work. And then, of course, there's this kind of growing um, public hostility when it comes to particularly political supporters and the way they treat, um, of course, again, based on their, their leadership. And this is where, crucially, I think looking forward, we'll have to be defining more of the role of journalists in the sense that we cannot just say, as a constitutional provision, we are supposed to be self, we, sh we should be independent. We are supposed to also be the fourth estate. This is where we should have a clear definition. In some regions, I was in Denmark doing community radio um, and researching. In Denmark, the government recognizes the media. Of course, if it's a fourth estate, what does it mean? Is it just leaving them free to act? So, for example, community radio government has a subsidy where um, uh, things like utilities, community radio doesn't have to pay. The last time some stations were closed, community radio stations, one was closed, I think, Pad FM in, um, in somewhere in the northern region was closed. And all because their utility bill had piled up at the point radio had done which we have seen, um, which has been in the news recently because of this issue with um, Petrochem. Radio dance utility at a point piled up and always the management has to work out payment strategy. With In other regions, community radio, if we understand its concept and the fact and the role they play, it shouldn't be in that situation where they have to be spending part of their money paying government utilities. So for example, this is where one political and government, uh, and Evans, one of the things that I think we haven't done well, and more recently, um, I want to say kudos to the University of Ghana School of Communication, Media Foundation, and Joy FM, Evans, you and the team, especially what you do, putting the spotlight on this conversation is important. And I want to say that it's important because I pray, Evans, you don't go into politics soon. <laughs> but if you do, please remember what you it used to be and fight for that cause. And I'm saying so because... I'll put our own former colleague, Kojo Opong, again, uh, um, for example, on the spot. The fact that Kojo was within the media, and yet whilst he was in government, he went ahead to the extent of leading that boycott of Joy FM, for example. And you will ask, why is it so? 
at no point, if you consider the crucial role the media plays, you cannot boycott Joy. It's clearly unethical, not only is it illegal, because the Constitution says you must do your job independently, but it also it violates the law. So I think this is where hopefully we'll be shifting the debate moving and, forward. And, and you make a point that I want to come to uh, Abena and uh, Saleteon about some of the thoughts we need to begin to consider about how to turn this around. Um, government subsidy or some form of intervention because we agree that the state will, will be worse off without without media uh, entirely. But let me, before I come to that, I want to bring in a different perspective to this. And then and that's why I knew Sabote is, is with me. Because what we tend to have then is quality leaves and it's hard to attract replacement of equal measure. And I knew Sabote has left, obviously. And he, why did you leave? And, and speaking frankly. Uh, yeah, very frankly. I mean, I, I didn't leave because I... I I, I wanted a different dimension to my career, you know, and uh, and at the time, I the opportunity at the, the National Petroleum Authority where I work came up, and it's more to do with communication, because uh, one of the things I realized that uh, the feedback from media people is that when people in the corporate world speak to them, they speak to them in a very condescending manner. So I wanted to be in that position, for example, to 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 kind of deflect, address that particular uh, side of the accusation. And some of my colleagues that I've interacted with will tell you that I'm the same person that uh, I have been. Um, about people living, I think globally, all over the world, people are living the media, for example, into things. I mean, there are a lot of BBC people who left the job to join the United Nations or something. Sometimes they not necessarily be about the money, but they want to chart a new path. They want to have a different career from what they are used to. But the reality is that in Ghana, the media is more like a showmanship thing and not necessarily building people up or career. Because, for example, you're in the newsroom, you're a reporter, you're coming up, and you don't even know um, what a career trajectory is. You cannot start, for example, like a young reporter and say maybe in four or five years' time, I have to progress to become an editor or something like that. So all those patterns are not there, and you don't see and just as the report said, it's sad, but the truth is that sometimes even promotion or pay rise, it depends on whom you know. So you you either have to be nice to the editor or the HR or whatever. If you do not have somebody who can speak to you on your behalf, it, it, it will never happen to you. You understand what I mean? And I think that that is always the difficulty. And also another thing is also about the fact that um, or if you leave, somebody can, you can find replacement, and I know everybody's indispensable. And I get that. But are you able to maintain quality to stay on and build? Because one of the reasons why you maintain quality is also for the institutional memory and building young people who come up to be able to establish the brand to stay on for a very long time. And unfortunately, that is not we, we don't see. Again, I think there's also disparity in terms of only presenters and those... Um, who do not come on, on air, for example. So you need to do as somebody who's a presenter is treated as a star person, and then the person who is not necessarily a presenter, but is, is working equally hard or more, is given patents. So when you sit back and you ask yourself, in the next three, four, five years, what's my life going to be like? I want to have a better life. If an opportunity did, did, comes, did you did you get to a point where you ask did you get to a point where you ask yourself that question? That if you if no, you project I to a point the where I have to go in I have to go in and, and have a renegotiation of my salary because I was doing more than what I had signed up for. And fortunately, at Joy FM, they gave me because they recognized my wealth. You understand what I mean? 
And though I am not actively involved in terms of pay structure at Joy FM, I'm constantly engaged with them because it is my life. This is the career that get the platform that has given me the career to build, to be who I am today. I am who I am today because I became a journalist. I entered a profession. But even though we knew, and you you and I will agree that the money was not uh, as people are talking about and all of that. Our focus was the fact that we needed to build ourselves, to build ourselves so that at least even if the salary we pay will not, we get will not be able to pay us. Consultancy or other things will attract us. To, 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 to and give and, and, and then you touch on something I want to I want to throw back to Abena. Uh, Abena, so and he makes a point. And many media houses fail to pay because it almost there's a sense that they are doing the, the you a favor because they're giving you a platform, um, and 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 you have to sort of use that platform to build yourself and and make something for yourself that has is part of the problem and then also um as benjamin suggested as a society we haven't consciously figured out how to make media how to improve the financials of, of, of a media organization for example and i like his example of the community radio identifying which radio stations or which kind of radio is doing what for society and structuring something that gives them support so they can pay well. It talks about subsidies, for example. Give me your thoughts on this. I'm, I'm trying to drive down our solutions. Yes. Um, so if you look at the recommendation sections of the um, financial viability chapter, because part of what you're address addressing here takes us there, uh, we call attention to the need, for instance, for media organizations to expand their revenue sources. In that chapter, we deal with uh, innovative ways in which some media organizations are diversifying revenue away from the you know, default reliance on advertising inflows. And we call attention to that and even call attention of media development organizations to begin to train media managers, media owners, on alternative revenue sources within the media. Because it is a reality which we must acknowledge that some media organizations are struggling financially. And to the extent that they are struggling, their opportunity and capacity to remunerate the workers well as we desire would always be in question. And so it is critical that media is empowered, media owners, leaders, managers are empowered to be able to expand the pool of resources that come within uh, the media organizations. Once that is done, uh, I think that it is very important for purposes of this conversation about uh, um, working conditions in the media. We are at that point where we need an audit of salary systems, uh, uh, recruitment systems, promotion systems, within media organizations. And I wish that some state agency will take a keen interest in making sure that this happens. There is usually the battle between the NCA and NMC about who should be in charge of what. This one is not about content, but I believe that it is some regulator's responsibility to make sure that as people are recruited into the media, they are better catered for. You're right when you say that sometimes media organizations think they're doing you a favor. And it did come out 
in the research. If a student has finished internship or national service and is a hanger-on and, and is okay to rely on solely to survive, well, then the media organization thinks, why not? You can just be hanging on. The truth of the matter, though, is that however much the person is not given a contract, they are still working for you. They are still bringing dividends to you. Bottom line factors are defined by the fact that they are there and going every day on beats and bringing you stories. We need to recognize that reality and treat people who are working within the media with a bit more respect and value for what they contribute. And um, he's right also in, in, in pointing to the, the tendency for us, uh, for people working in the media, to exit too quickly. And Elvis, as we worry about the quality of journalism that there is in this country, I think it all looks back to the quality of the capacity we create. If every so few years, somebody who, who looks at their future, the only way they think about their future is if they have left the industry and taken up a job in another industry. We should be worried about the overall effect on quality because the people who should be there to mentor younger people to do accountability journalism, critical journalism, they are there are new sabotes who are getting out and going into corporate communication jobs. So um, it's, it's, it's interesting for us in, the, in, in the, the manner in which the findings dovetail into each other. As you move from uh, financial viability uh, through ownership to working conditions to professional practice, it's, it's a conversation with each chapter, really, if you think about it. And we believe that this report gives this country and media stakeholders what we need. Believe you me, people are not that surprised by the findings. We know them anecdotally. It is that this one is coming on the back of rigorous research. And so we can take it and go chested and say, we need to act because this is the evidence and it is not good enough for the so-called sport estate of the realm. If we value the media and its role in a democracy, we should be desperate to change the story using this report. Absolutely. And I want to quickly bring in Mohammed in Nigeria. I want to see if Nigeria is trying to address, they say they have the same problems. And maybe they're doing something that we, 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 could, we, could, we could borrow. Mohammed, is there any concerted effort to deal with the, the, the same challenges we share in Nigeria uh, to this particular problem? Hello, Mohammed. Yeah, I'm afraid at the moment there seem to be none, seriously. Uh, in fact, uh, it's a big challenge here. Uh, all the discussions you've, you've been having with other uh, discussants, uh, it's, it's a big challenge here, seriously. And because uh, our own uh, situation is because of the diverse, uh, diversity of the country, I mean, uh, the population and so on and so forth, uh, and it beats, it's, 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 it's one uh industry that is a bit unregulated don't don't get me wrong i mean unregulated because you know you you can just like i had someone said you hardly can understand the ownership of the media and that's the same problem here so someone can just wake up one day begin a newspaper with uh, a new name somewhere and so on and so forth so it it, it is an industry that is, is very challenging in terms of regulation and by so doing uh you know remuneration and the issue of welfare of journalists 
is something that is a, a, a very tasking here and very, very challenging. So uh, in the foreseeable, foreseeable future, like what we have probably in the next two, three, four, five years, seriously, I don't see. Uh, and again, I think what happens is the fact that new media, uh, probably no one has mentioned that this, the new media, I mean, the bloggers and so on. If you I, if you want to classify them as, as journalists, yes, these are the journalists that are paid really, really well. In fact, because in fact uh, most yeah. of them now, and far more than us, the traditional guys who sit on radio and claim to Definitely. be big boys. Definitely. In fact, the, the new media guys in Nigeria are big, big boys. In fact, in recently in Ghana, we've had a situation yeah. where established... Traditional media people are quitting their jobs on radio and television and going into mm -hmm. new media. Yes, let, let, let me let me give you one shocker. We have traditionally the most read newspaper in Nigeria called The Punch. You know, these days and all of our traditional media, they cool news from the bloggers because they feel and understand that people probably Nigerians, uh, like I would say. I mean, people are no longer interested in your politics and in your hard news. They are interested more in the entertainment news, in the, you know, uh, you know, those stories, human angle stories and scoops here and there where these bloggers gossip and so on. So you find even the punch giving you some ridiculous headline online just to, you know, attract uh, followers and, and, and readers. So, you know, the new media guys, if you want to classify them as part of the media, they make a whole, in fact, a whole lot of, I'm in the prayer industry. When I call, I make a call to say, I want to place this story in the media. The kind of amount they call is shocking. It's really shocking. And, you know, these guys, they're making cool, big money. And the traditional media guys are uh, languishing in poverty, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, so, so it, it gets back to the economic question. And uh, a good friend of mine who is a finance person got in touch. And says you you need a finance person on the platform to share insights. Three things: talents always create disparity. The space is not well regulated in economics. Regulation is a big deal. Too many radio stations compared to population. Then gives me a sense of what is happening say, in South Africa. There are forty commercial and public broadcast stations. Forty, and that makes the point. Look, and it says in Accra alone there are more radio stations than the whole of South Africa. So the media space is so saturated. That, this, that the the pool of resources in terms of what you can make is being shared by too many people and therefore leads to this. Let me bring in Asa last week as we begin to wrap up and talk about solutions. Asa, so in, in, what do you plan to do? Do you want to stay doing what you're doing or you have a plan to exit? Um, thank you once again, Evans. Um, before I answer that question, let me, let me share... Um, a weird experience I had. Um, it was this um, Fix the Country demonstration they had at Obra um, uh, Square at Circle. And um, in between the demonstration, there, were, there was this altercation between the police and the demonstrators. demonstrators sorry. I was covering it and then I heard um, something hit my shoulder. I thought it was a stone. So someone just told me it was a rubber bullet. So I bent down. When I um, um, raised up my head, tear gas. When I went back to the office, um, they said nothing. I had to go home. I had to buy medicine for myself and so on and so forth. So we are killing ourselves to bring out information to the public. And a friend just told me, Chairman, 
this job that you are doing without being paid, you will die and leave your daughter behind. I said, um, I leave it to God. So now back to your question. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just doing what I love doing best. I'm, I'm putting in all my effort, everything in me, and I'm praying that one day maybe um, JFM will, will, will push me or um, other big station will push me because. Yes, that is what I know I can do and do best. Yes, the the word is best. This is what I know I can do. Yeah, and and, do and, 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 and so I can identify what you're saying. It just it, sometimes it's just a passion that gets through, yes, gets you through. Yes, yes uh, the to love the of end, it to the, the end passion, of, of the of the day. It is it is it is the, it is the love and the passion. But, that but I know the passion drives some the, of us. The, the, the passion, without it, the um, passion won't pay your bills. The long gone, but yeah. we we are hoping that. And 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 one more thing, I pray and hope those um within the community and the online scape will be will be will be will form an association so that at least our grievances will be will be heard. And if there is a body that can help and solve our grievances, then we we'll them because okay. Okay, so let me quickly, because of time, let me quickly bring in Salute and 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 Annie to give me your final thoughts. Salute, so you you what 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 for you could be a solution to the problem? Because you are in a very interesting yeah. niche market there, uh, and bulleted yes. for me, what, what what interventions would you require to save you to save your business and the people who work for yeah, you in the commentary? Very briefly, one of the things I, I I on this platform, I think I'm probably a sheep among wolves uh, wolves because. Uh, Everybody is like profit motivated, profit motivated and all that. Where is voluntarism? You know, and that is one of the things that we should be cultivating here in Ghana as well. And I buy the idea of, yes, contracts should be made so that people don't get confused. We get the youth coming to us in all humility. They want to learn. They want to give back to society. They want to be volunteers. Some are working, some are teachers and all that. But then they look at the rest of the landscape and Within a short time, six months, they'll say, oh, no, I came as a volunteer. But see, they're only giving me this little amount of money and that kind of thing. So if we straighten up things and people know what voluntarism is all about and they are coming in to serve as volunteers, that would really help. But that does not mean that those that we employ fully should be, uh, what, they also should be given contracts. They should know the way uh, their promotion works and things like that to the very top. Okay, they're very so interesting we there. Very interesting there. Value yeah. to volunteerism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me bring in Annie, Annie quickly in a, in a, in a few seconds, because you were you were in and you left. Tell me, what is it that if you've had would have kept you as a full time journalist and not forced you to move to corporate? Maybe that will help well, us think, fix the problem. Yeah, I think, I think a clear path in terms of career tra trajectory, for example, and 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 growth and development. Yeah, and and also yeah, the money because. I mean, day in and day out, we are growing, we want to have families and all of that. And you follow your passion, yes, but the passion would not necessarily, like you said, pay the bills or buy me anything. I mean, you are very famous in the community. Everybody sees you, but in the middle of the night, you're struggling to even feed. Who are you going to ask for help or anything? Nobody will believe you. And I think that is what, one thing I also want to touch with the report talk about is the, the increasing uh, ownership of, 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 of media outlets by politicians, for example. And... 
and that is one of the things that really really becomes yeah I mean, and, and honestly that that's a whole subject for another day because that that yeah. then opens up the whole conversation about uh using media for violence the uh, the inaccuracies and all that it's it's a, it's a whole kind of worms uh, uh that uh that introduces well listen that you've heard the stories these are real stories and and these are people who you, you're believing for your information and and you, you don't pay them well as a society we don't what you expect to get from them and as you've heard misinformation can destroy it can maybe it's time to really focus on investing more uh in media because it's such an important part of our national life a few of you thoughts i want to share uh, with you before i wrap up and then many of my uh, colleagues both uh, pr- present and former send me messages i want to read a few uh, famous says evans i can clearly uh, identify with the thoughts of annie this is my 20th year in media and communications and i can tell you my life is better outside the media now that i work in corporate being behind the scenes in the media is stressful not rewarding and even depressing i do not miss the job one bit and it is rather unfortunate that many more of our colleagues will also leave in the future the media if we are not careful will lose many talents on screen journalism uh, better paid and rewarded producers and editors have no relevance and recognition i experienced this in my career had to leave to get a better life passion doesn't pay the bills he says uh, um uh, 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 uh a friend of mine steven says this guy talking about voluntarism <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not buying it and he used to earn 590 cds as a senior broadcast journalist with two masters he says that that's a, that's that's the reality of a lot of people you know um gift he says um uh, you have to address the issue of uh, journalistic qualification as well. Uh, many media owners employ orators. People without apt qualification are happy to just get the microphone and make for themselves a name which they then use to attract gigs. Of course, as for the issue, it is a terribly sad situation. But I encourage journalists to add value to themselves because when you do, you won't accept 200 cities. But listen, I know people who have gone to school. As you heard somebody, uh, Stephen just says, he had two masters two and he was still earning 590 cd so sometimes it's not really about how much uh, qualification you have it's just that the economics of the media in ghana is just what it is enjoy the refuge your uh, weekend people